Hello, friends. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Fake Nerd Book Club. I'm Ryan Leopolis, as always. I'm joined by my best comic bros in the world. I got Sparks Woody right here. Hey, hey. I got Ben Magan up there. I have the urge to sing a Doom song right now. Doom, doom, doom. And I also got Brandon T. McClure. How's it going, everyone? Hello. Uh, much like Jonathan Hickman's Avengers, all roads lead to Doom because I just can't stop picking Dr. Doom books for this book club. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters in fiction in general. Uh, he's endlessly fascinating. Villain turned hero turned villain turned savior of the multiverse. He's just a really cool character. So I wanted to pick Christopher Cantwell's and Salvador Roca's, La Roca's, excuse me, 12 issue miniseries. Miniseries? 12 issues? I don't know. 12 issues. 10. Thank you. 10. I was like, did I miss two issues? Uh, 10 issue series just simply called Doom. This came out a couple years ago. Uh, this was Christopher Cantwell's <laughs> first big uh, big comic. He wrote some smaller stuff, like he wrote a mask comic, like the, the Jim Carrey mask, because that was originally a comic. Uh, but this is his first like really big two work. Uh, and I picked it up because Dr. Doom is obviously in, is important to me. So I was like, hey, I'll check this out. And he's a new writer, and I always like to get people chances. And I love this book a lot. Uh, Salvador Roca is a guy I have real mixed feelings on because he's he has drawn some of my favorite books, but it's not because of his art. No offense, Mr. LaRocca. Uh, we'll get to that, though. Uh, I want to hear initially what you guys think about this book. Ben, I want to start with you because you're a recent Dr. Yeah. Doom fanboy uh, uh because of me as you said in the text uh i'm not just saying that for you uh what do you think yeah. about this, uh, this you son of a you son of a bitch every time when i think now there can't be a better doom book than that there can't be a, a an equally impressive or equally fantastic and interesting book that i just read you go ahead and you do it again yes son of a bitch right, it's uh yeah it's yeah this book's great this book is another really good case study of doom. This is essentially the, I don't, it's not the antithesis of doom. It's like a thesis of doom Yeah, where especially this specific universe is doom. We'll get into it later on, but man, this, this is a great doom book. He's a really uh, interesting guy, whether he's good or bad. Uh, Mr. Mr. Brandon, what do you think about uh, uh, Dr. Doom in the perils of uh, trying to be happy? Didn't love it. Sure. Um, I was not crazy about this one. Um, I don't know what it is about it. Um, I really like the ending. I really like some of the stuff with like Doom, uh, trying with like seeing the visions of his like a better life he could have had. Um, stuff with Kang. I, whenever he shows up with a few pages, he's in it. It's really fun. Um, but ultimately, I was. I don't know. I felt like a lot of the middle stuff was just kind of spinning its wheels. Sure. 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 What do you think, Sparks? Um, I enjoyed this a lot when it was coming out, uh, mm -hmm. which is one I kept up with. And I, I, I don't uh, feel quite the same as Brandon about like spinning its wheels in the middle, but mm -hmm. I do feel like it's doing things. And then issue seven is like, we got to like wrap some of this shit up. Yeah. Like we don't have time to get in depth about this anymore. Sure. So let's just move it along, move it along. And, and yeah. like, it's uh there's, there's a whiplash feeling to it. Like, sure. and this is not a, blaming Cantwell for that no, necessarily yeah, yeah. because I, I know that this book got, got canceled. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it just sucks. Cause I feel like there's a really, there's, I, I like the pace. Mm -hmm. I like, uh, how we're getting the information we're getting and, and spending time with the characters. And, and then it feels like we, we hit fast forward all of a sudden. Absolutely. Um, and that's tough. Yeah. And I won't disagree with you. Like, I don't think this is, this isn't Cantwell's best 
best work. Uh, one, because again, I did get canceled, but two, this is his first like big four way into writing an ongoing book. Uh, and there are some, there are some trepidations. I like this book a lot because I think he gets the character of doom perfectly. And he, what I love about this book is he's able to encapsulate all of the history and all the characters that Dr. Doom has history with, which you guys are just not familiar with. So like, it's easier for me to jump into this book, knowing who all these characters are. And it's the first time you guys are meeting some of them. So uh, I won't disagree that like, it might spin its wheels in some places or, or uh, it kind of like jumps, jumps really quickly. Uh, but I think what is really great about this book is the, the voice of doom and the way he relates to everyone who loves and worships him. Uh, because again, he is not, he's not a good guy. Like technically, like he has become the hero of the universe multiple times, but this dude started uh, as a villain, also sending the Fantastic Four back in time to hang out with Blackbeard on a pirate ship. Like he's a really silly character at times, uh, but I think Cantwell does something really, really well with like ego egotistical characters like him and Iron Man and Reed Richards are three characters that he's written perfectly. Uh, and he just gets it. He gets those type of characters. So uh, I can totally agree. This isn't, you know, maybe the greatest book of all time. But I think when if you want a good encapsulation of who Dr. Doom is and the journey this man is trying to have of do I deserve happiness? Like, like, should, am I able to get over the monster that I am? And in the end, the answer is no. And like, that's the character that he is. Like, he won't like not completely separate than the Godzilla minus one review that we just did. But like, Sometimes people won't allow themselves to be happy or allow themselves to have a victory. And uh, even what I love about fiction is that like, you know, if this guy were in the real world, this is like a Hitler-esque character. He's, he's awful, right? But in a comic book, like characters can become good. You know, th there are arcs. And Dr. Newman's had a lot of great arcs. And this is one where I'm like, ah, oh, you were this close, Victor. You literally saw perfection. You literally saw perfection right in front of you and you wouldn't allow yourself to have it. And I think that's really, really fascinating. Uh, and I think, the journey to get there is a little a little wonky at times, but I think the finale, which I do agree with you, Brandon, is really great. And it is like an encapsulation of like, this is a period in life where like he won't allow himself to be happy. Uh, and it bums me out because uh, I think it's really, really captivating. Yeah, I think the ending is really good. Um, I, I'm really I'm really happy with the ending. It's just kind of the journey to get there, especially in volume two. Um, volume volume one so so we we read these as two volumes um which which are our um dr doom volume one uh pottersville and dr doom volume two better falls um and the I, I felt the end of volume two the last two issues were just were were paced very slowly um and which is why it kind of gave me whiplash when i get to volume two and we're racing to the end and i was kind of I was kind of really surprised by that, but the, but the ending is worth it. Like it's a really good ending that I really liked. Mm -hmm. uh, you said the last two issues of volume two, you meant the last two issues of volume one were, were slow. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't totally disagree. I think there is kind of a, I, I think I was just down with the slowness. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, but I do think like, I do think in a relative sense, like it is slow. It's slower than like, it's not an action book. It feels, I think it, I think it feels slow for something, you know, is 10 issues. Mm -hmm. And like, if this were a much longer book, I would think it's okay that we're taking this kind of, like we got a long stretch to go. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and I think like knowing it's 10 issues in, in hindsight, because I remember when I was reading it week to week, mm -hmm. uh, or not week to week, but month like month. issue to issue as yeah, it, yeah. it was coming out. Um, it didn't feel as slow to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I agree that I think that that is there. Uh, I, I just think I, I, 
more into it. Uh, I I like right. I like this as an introduction, as you were saying, like us being less familiar with some of the Doom characters. I like this personally as an introduction to a lot of them uh, yeah. uh, for Victorious and, and so a good. lot of the others. I, I, I frankly think it works. Like okay. I, I get on board. I get the idea of them very quickly. I don't, I don't, I've never felt, I never felt lost with the relationships okay, good, good, of good. things. Okay. Um, yes. uh, <clears throat> there is something um, that I have to point out because of our current climate where like, I don't know. And maybe, you know, the answer, Ryan. Yeah. Um, when they're doing like the army of Simkaria yeah. coming into Latveria. Yeah. Th- those flags. Yeah. Are they, they're not proxy Palestinian, are they? No, this book okay. came out like three years ago. Well, but like Palestine and Israel, no. I think, has always no, yeah, yeah, been no. a thing. And uh, like, I haven't. They're no, really close. No, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, Latveria and Simkaria are, are are fictional countries that have existed for longer than, for a long, long time. So anything, any flag he's using were pre, in previous comics. Sure. So if anything that is, looks similar, sure, uh, sure I, I understand that totally. Uh, uh, but I don't think it's. Cantwell's a very liberal person. He's very spoken, outspoken about like Palestine too. So like I, I don't think it was uh, uh, in any like negative connotation. It might in the current climate seem that way, yeah. but it's definitely just like these these uh, flags have existed for a longer time. Sure. I, I, even if they have, like I, I'd have to look. We'd have to look. Yeah. And go back. Like, is Latvia and Sankari is supposed to be Israel and Palestine yeah, proxies? Yeah, yeah. And like, there's a possibility that sure that is there, and that's yeah. why I was like, oh, that's interesting no yeah yeah but they, those moments yeah uh that could have been something that existed a long time ago but that is that is a a feud that has existed in the comics so it, that could have started from yeah, yeah. from a long time ago and that's yeah. just an unfortunate side effect of living in 2023 yeah sure i i did flee i definitely i like the political stuff in this because it's it's mostly because of the characters involved like we get what i like about this book is this has a full rounding of so many characters in the marvel universe like silver sables there uh uh her relation to simkaria uh doom's kid uh christoph who was like he was his uh adopted kid who becomes ruler of Latveria in like the in the early 2000s uh, i like a lot of the political intrigue that happens uh it is very like kind of like surface level but again like i don't need this book to be going hard and heavy into it. Like what they are doing with it, like it's surface level enough for I'm okay with it, but I can definitely see absolutely where you're coming from. Um, yeah. Speaking, speaking kind of to what Brandon was saying about like where the, the book slows down. Um, I think, I think doom, as you said, I think the, the strength of this is that doom's voice is, feels crystal clear mm-hmm. as Dr. Doom. Yeah. Um, he has tons of fantastic lines yeah. in this book. He rides a bear. Um, That's great. <laughs> I'm, borderline bored out of my mind every time we're with blue marvel sure oh yeah just, I, like outside he doesn't of, have much character yeah yeah uh, there's just not there's there's not a lot for me to give a shit about yeah. here um and like it, we spend it and i wonder if this is also a symptom of again the, the the book being canceled blue marvel was supposed to kind of play a different longer term involved part like this was supposed to be like who's who's our hero because we don't have a lot of heroes getting involved in the story really yeah um and blue marvel was going to be like our proxy like this was going to be a development story for him as well yeah yeah. and if that was the case it's it doesn't get to be here yeah so it's really like a little bit of a snooze fest when we're with him where i'm like i'd rather be with the cool guy yeah What's really interesting about what you have to say there about Blue Marvel is that I really like Blue Marvel because I read him in Ultimates, which was uh, yeah. by Al Ewing, um, oh, yeah. which I think is an incredible book. Um, and yeah. I loved Blue yeah. Marvel in that book. And so I was really so I've really liked Blue Marvel since then. But reading him in this book, I was like, I don't give a shit about yeah, what I you're doing in this book. 
Yeah, I think Camel has a lot of great voices for a lot of the characters. Uh, Blue Marvel is not one of them. He is kind of just a generic science man. Um, yeah. I think the only reason he was picked except his power set, like we needed someone who can do like cool mm. uh, uh, antimatter uh, in a black hole type thing. Uh, and that his, is yeah. his most interesting moment is when he's like caught in there um, fighting the. Uh, I, oh god, the name the brood. Me, the brood. Yeah, uh, and with the other Doctor Otto Octavius there, like that's the most interesting he gets. Yeah, um, yeah. and then outside of that, I'm just like, there's just I think there's a lot of time when you have such a again in hindsight you have such a limited amount of time to tell a story here. Yeah, too many pages are given over to Blue Marvel Absolutely. like doing his own thing. Where I'm like, this is just not the strength of this story. Yeah, and the unfortunate mm -hmm. thing about modern comics is you don't know your book's getting canceled until literally like one or two issues before yeah so like it that is a that is the thing where like he could have but also honestly if i'm being honest uh, i don't think more development with blue marble would help because i don't think the voice for blue marble i don't think the voice good. is very good so anyway, like so i like, don't know if i really yeah i but agree it does, with that but it does feel like it does feel like like i it feels like there was some kind of more story there's a reason we were getting a focus on blue marvel like something was actually going to happen yeah uh and i feel like we have to just kind of forget it yeah um part way into the book like i think it was going to be important that him and doom both end up in the other place together yeah uh and and that he's like the i, I think there was going to be something about i might be reading a lot into it but it does feel like the way that we were putting a lot of focus on him there was going to be something about like doom considering him um you know, uh, kind of an insult in himself because Reed Richards won't come after him. Blue Marvel comes after him. He sends Blue Marvel instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Doom learning to respect Blue Marvel in, in his own way. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that's gotta be like part of what was the reason we were spending so much time with him what was going to be the arc here yeah but but what we have on the page like it's it's not there and like he never he never gets far enough to be an interesting character um yeah i agree with I, that. I agree with you that like the voice just isn't interesting there's a lot of interesting characters here blue marvel's not one yeah of them. he's just kind of like again like generic science <laughs> man it is a bummer uh uh but like there are he that is an unfortunate side effect because he does get like more screen time than like a generic character should get uh but luckily there is so many other characters that like weave in and out of here that i have a, a lot of fun with so it's easier for me to kind of get over it yeah i want to i want uh, ben to jump in because he liked yeah. the book I did. I did. Um, I do agree on the blue Marvel stuff though. Um, I may or may not have skimmed some of, of some of that stuff because I cared more about doom. And what really fascinated me about the story was how doom is facing like three different problems all at once. Mm -hmm. He's facing the, the black hole that's growing in the moon. He's facing being mm -hmm. framed for attacking the station that was taking care of said black hole. And then he is constantly getting visions of a what he thinks is a possible future which turns out to be uh, another universe bleeding in every so often also a a uh, uh political intrigue uh, uh trying to take over his country from the inside right yeah yeah four four, uh, four, four ways four things yeah although to be honest that one's kind of like really i've put that one with the other but well that doesn't oh, sure, sure, sure. but he also but he also like kind of doesn't give a shit about the black hole he's like you reap what you sow bitches yeah. until yeah until he decides uh preventing like solving the problem will be his, his like, salvation first, his first heroic act in the bridge to his yeah. salvation but before that he's just like i don't know guys like y'all deserve whatever the first happens. page of this comic is him on tv being asked like so what do you think about this thing that's going to save the world it's like y'all guys suck and it's not gonna work bye also can you kidnap steve i need to torture that guy because he made fun of me 
Uh, yeah, he won't let him speak. <laughs> which I which I really liked. I really liked that yeah. scene when, when he's like, uh, "Can you can you please kidnap that that news anchor? I want to torture him." Yes, uh, in get that, the man oh, named Steve. Just real quick in that in that news interview at this at the very beginning again. Doom just has. I'm not going to say every good line Doom has in this book. I took too many pictures, pictures but yeah. it's uh, it Richards is as sloppy as Stark is reckless yeah. uh, as mm-hmm. they talk about both of them being involved. And like Doom's just Doom's just excellent. Yeah, uh, he he's really really so sassy. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. One of the main reasons I wanted to read read this book is because of the the dialogue exchange between Reed Richards and Doom in like issue nine. Oh my god! It is one of my favorite things that that's ever been written about these two characters. It is Doom is going to save the world. Like, and Reed Richards is sure of it. So he calls Doom to congratulate him. Yeah. He's like, Doom, I just want to say good luck. He's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Good luck. I want to wish you the best. What do you mean? Do you doubt me? I don't doubt you. Your plan's perfect. Are you sure? It's like, yes, I'm giving, like, it's going to go well. I don't believe you. Are you saying that you're doubting me? Doom, you need to, you need to settle down. And he smashes the thing down. I'm like, Doom, just, <laughs> yeah. dude, you got to let go of this. Richard, Richard's just being like, why wouldn't I be? I know it's excellent work. And he's like, I know that it's a perfect solution. Yes. Yes. What? Yes. What? <laughs> it's it's so that is that is like the perfect representation of these two characters who have had history for literally sixty years. And like, he would never let Reed Richards like compliment him or give him the benefit of doubt because he is his ultimate enemy no matter what. Even when he's trying to be his friend, it's so good. That's why when oh, you yeah. go to the alternate universe. When it's good doom with his family, he's like, oh, Reed Richards, yeah, he's my best buddy. He's my best pal. Like, we had some rough times, but, like, he's the guy who's always had my back. And that's why he gets murdered by evil doom. Because he's like, there's no way Richards is my homie. I screw that man. No way. Cannot. I love it. Cannot let his ego go. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's, it's, it is so sad. Like, I love, I, I love the ending of this book. Uh, to give just the tiniest bit of credit to Dan Slott. Dan Slott created the character of Victorious, who is who is Dr. Doom's Herald. Uh, and I love that character. I think she's great. It is brutal and tragic that Doom makes her kill uh, her mother, who she's never met, who is a spy for the other country. Uh, and that just like, it, the, I, I don't have the page, but it's like, Doom made me do this thing and I will obey him because he's my master, but now I am hollow and I will do everything for Latveria, even if it means stopping Doctor Doom, which yeah. could be a potential plot point in the future. She's a really, really cool character. Uh, I think she's really dope. <clears throat> even, I just, even as Doom acknowledges that, like, he screwed that up, and and even giving Latveria to her and trusting her like that won't yeah. be enough to fix it. Yeah. I just wish that that moment was not in this, what is it? I think it's issue eight, where it's seven. just, what's seven? Or no, eight. Uh, You're right. It's eight. You're right. It's eight. What, where it's it's issue eight, where it's just just monologue boxes of pe- of just people telling us what the story is right now. Um, I wish it was. I wish we got more. I wish we were able to be ex- have that expanded. Like it really does. It was. It is the unfortunate circumstance of this book that mm-hmm. he couldn't have as many issues as he wanted, and therefore there's just one issue that is just hey, all this really cool shit I would have done. Here's one page each of it, and I yeah. just. It's, it makes it like victorious. I feel really hollow reading that because I'm being told what these cool storylines are. And I'm like, I'm not with the characters feeling these emotions. And that's where I want to be. And that's a real, that's a real shame. Credit where credit's due on it. I think Cantwell writes a really good Dr. Doom. And because Dr. Doom is the narrator for the majority of that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the the personality of Doom that's in it. Like when he's talking about taking over some car and he's like, the truth is I love war, especially when I'm winning. Yeah, I'm um, really good at it. And then things like that. And like how he gets sucked up in that. He has this Doom buggy. A uh, Doom buggy, guys. Come on. I think I think all of that is like really, really strong. 
in terms of like writing the character but but it is like it is like it is a notable yeah. it is a notable like and we gotta we gotta rush Rap. through all this because the book is canceled yeah. and like it's it's a huge bummer you you feel that you feel it yeah you just yeah. there's no way around it like Cantwell did the best he could yeah and 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 i do agree it's it's a little sloppy but for me like i i am able to, i am able to get over it because i know like this book was supposed to go on like double its length right. like like there's only so much you can do well, when you know your book is getting trashed in two issues well and like it's also nice that you know we've read a lot of comic issue runs where like it just stops and yeah. like we don't get any, any resolution of, any kind of like closure on anything yeah. and like at least cantwell was able to have an issue where he breezes us through that so that we can get those last two issues which are strong and probably don't have everything he wanted in the finale for it, but they certainly have the core of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like why we were to doing this story. And so we at least get that resolution because there's a, a shittier alternate timeline where we don't have that. And the book just stops. Yeah. I think the book would be even worse if all the Simcaria stuff was just dropped off. <clears throat> like, I think that would be, that would be equally, if not more depressing because like but it was all a sort of setup. It's not. I don't want to harp on it too much because, like, w the circumstances are what they are, and there was nothing we could do about that. Um, it just it it does feel like the Simcaria stuff does get dropped off because of the way it is framed in the narrative and yeah. uh, within this within this narrative. And that that it, it, again, it's I'm not criticizing Cantwell's writing for it because, as Park said, it, he writes a very good Doom, and so the 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 dialogue here is is still on point. It is still interesting. But it's just, it's not this, it doesn't hit the same way as it would have if these were fully fleshed out story beats and not just wrapping up things that you know he wanted to do more. And again, not criticizing Cantwell. It is just yeah, the yeah. state of what happened to this comic. Absolutely. Uh, I think another thing just like it works to his to his advantage is the moment why why Doom is writing about this, like to catch us up, is is right after he sees the vision of the kids who have scarred his face. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. And that like that that kind of That's breaks rough. him, and he's like, I kind of needed to reset myself. So let me tell you what's happened since then. <laughs> um, and yeah. like, uh, it 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 works because that's an emotional gut punch after Doom's come back and he's he's punished. Uh, the person who took over Latveria and yeah. cast him over the castle, and he's feeling like a big, big man. And then, <laughs> oh yeah, boys, and then those boys showed up with their faces <sighs> cut up, just like he had him cutting up his face, and it's nasty, it's gnarly. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this too much because I don't like being negative for someone who is a better artist than me. Severo uh, Daroka is one of him and Greg Land are people you get when yo, you need a guy who is consistent and fast. That's who you get. Uh, my favorite Iron Man run, the Matt Fraction run from the, the mid-2000s, like around when the movie came out, Salvador La Roca did the art for most of that book, and that's my favorite Iron Man book. It's not mostly because of Salvador La Roca, no, no offense. Uh, he does draw a couple really great things. One of my favorite pages is uh, I am drowning my deer in seas of fire from Virginia Woolf when he goes to hell, and it's him uh, like yeah. drowning in skulls. That's, he draws skulls real good. Sometimes he draws some really good Doctor Doom. His faces aren't the best, but when he draws anything metallic, like it, it's in Iron Man, it's really good because it's mostly an Iron Man, right? Uh, so that works. Uh, I really like when Doom goes to hell, when he gets assassinated by Taskmaster. Again, one of my favorite, so many random characters show up in this book and I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, little guys. Uh, Taskmaster shoots him, he ends up in hell. Uh, he hangs out with Morgan Le Fay. You have Agent Zero, who you guys don't might not know. He's in the Wolverine Origins movie. He's the sharpshooter guy. Uh, uh, the orb shows up, the big orb, the eyeball guy. So many random doofuses show up in this book. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange is in this book. Uh, I just love it because, again, it is a full rounding of the Marvel Universe. Uh, 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 just little bits here and there. I think it's fun. 
I've been very negative, so I want to be positive for a bit uh, because there are things that I quite liked about this book. Um, and Ryan already talked about one of them, and I just want to bounce off. I also really like this the the, the issue where he's in hell. I think that's an incredible issue. I, I love him and Mephisto together. I think it's awesome. Um, uh, I, and especially when he wakes up because death has come to him and, and revives him. Um, the lady you will death, be my greatest think, servant, which comes back which, later. Which is very good. I really like that. I really like that. I also really like the status quo that we're hit with Doom. Um, when he's when um, when he when they've done this terrorist attack, he's like, "Okay, they're gonna arrest me. You're gonna take over, and you're gonna we're gonna do all this. We're gonna do this right." And then because we didn't do this, we're gonna do this right. Um, and when he does escape, he's in like the, a green hoodie with his mask. And I I I, I wish we had kept that um that look for him for a little bit longer because i really yeah. liked that status quo when he's in new york with with morgan lefay yeah. um there, there's I something really extremely fun about dr doom and kang just on a train traveling through texas yeah. and then there's a homeless guy like hey can i hang out with you guys and they kick <laughs> him into space uh really cool yeah i agree ben i would i would love to see just like dr doom traveling the road just in a hoodie and his mask i'm like it's yeah. a really it's a look you don't often see with dr doom because he's such a majestic kind of character uh i love that and again i love every scene with kang i think every scene with kang is awesome i wish there had been more yeah i there i definitely feel like again because it was cut off like there there was a whole kang plot that was building up to like something uh, they talk so much about their lineage and how like they might be connected because like he's related to Nathaniel, Nathaniel Richards, who is Reed Richards' father. So are they related? Or are they brothers? And it's just like, ah, it's comic book nonsense. Don't think about it too and, hard. It, uh, real quick, I know Ben's going to jump in, but I, I we're talking King and, and Doom and I got to highlight one of the yes. best parts of the whole book, yes. which is... Uh, uh, Doom saying better than a fetid pool with no footing in time and space and Kang says inside that armor is a toadfish romantic with a corkboard spine and a skull devoid of anything save burnt cotton candy and then they look at each other and they both laugh he says, I will destroy you, Kang. And he says, I will destroy you first, Victor. That's, they're, like, they're just buds. Oh, so good. They're just buds. And then Kang does end up betraying him. Uh, it's great stuff. Uh, the ultimate nullifier shows up in this book. And that is like one of Marvel's biggest, like, Deus Ex Machina's. Uh, uh, it's just a gun that destroys the universe. Uh, it is. It was first uh, uh, used in in the Fantastic, the sixties Fantastic Four. It's what defeats Galactus because he. It's the only thing Galactus is afraid of is the ultimate nullifier, which is like you know again the stupid cosmic weapon. So the fact that like that shows up because it's like I need something that will really like put people on edge, and it is the thing that will destroy the universe. And I'm like, of course you'd do that, dude. You, you're so crazy. You petty. I love it. And then he immediately yeah. gets rid of it. I just. Yeah. Well, well, he doesn't get rid of it. Galactus finds out and he has to teleport it back to his ship because yeah, well, it gets the stolen. Hero, the heroes are like, uh, the heroes go and tattletale to... Yeah. That, that, look, that looks pretty oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the heroes go and tattletale to make sure Galactus will hear yeah. that he'll automatically like pull the nullifier back. Uh, ben, you've been wanting to jump in. Go ahead. Um, I was going to talk about how he mentioned doom like the very end of the book how doom saw or when doom is in that um mirror universe like he saw he sees like how everything got 10 times better yeah i also want to talk about the how one of the scenes i really liked was when he first meets the the wife from the other universe over in new york i was gonna bring that up yeah absolutely yeah and he i i I just love how that scene goes from zero to 100 real quick but also i that's when I pretty, I think when I picked up on like, oh, this is an alternate universe that we're that's bleeding into our own, 
mm-hmm. because the second he says, oh, you and I are going to be married soon, she's like, I'm not going to marry you. And he's like, why not? He's you, like, that, you, you couldn't see that in your future? Like, bro, you have my dad in jail for the last 30 years. I will never <laughs> marry you. Yeah. His, his immediate response is, he should have been executed. <laughs> I would be like, nice that day, actually. Like, dude, shut up. Oh my God, he can't help himself. Like, every time, every single time, that Doom has an opportunity to like turn a new leaf or to be good, he always turns it down. And yep. that's one of the thing, reasons why I actually like this book is because Doom is always Doom. Like the second he shows up in hell and he's wearing his own hell armor and he goes, ah, great, I'm in hell. It's like, yeah. you sound like you've been through this before. And he just literally walks up to Mephisto and bitch slaps him. Hell yeah, he does. He's like the only dude who will see Mephisto and go, no, no, motherfucker, I got this. And just like, you do what I want, not the yeah. other way around. And yeah. official, uh, you know, it's that's actually one of the reasons why I like this is because this this book, while I do agree with Brandon at some points, and also issue seven, I was not a big fan of that one either. To be honest, yeah. I think I just like looked at a lot of the I was trying to read it. And I'm like, mm, no, because I at just want from splash pages, splash pages. Yes. Content wise, I, I want to get to the juicy bits. I want to get to yeah. the good stuff. And the good stuff is when Doom takes no shit. From anyone, not even the devil himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite lines, again, it's from my boy Taskmaster. He's like, Doom, you didn't sign in at the front desk. Like, Jesus Christ. Even one of my, <laughs> he's so good. One of my favorite lines is uh, when he, when Kang shows up one time, and again, I really love the stuff between him and Kang. And uh, um, Doom goes, where, where were you this time? And Kang's like, 2099, which feels weirdly retro despite it being in the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're, it's funny because that was created like 30 years ago but now we're getting closer and closer to it and like the world's not going to be like that so like they're starting to do 3099 stuff like very literally briskly now i think we're they're just going to slowly transition into that because like the future is not going to be as cool as we want it to be no. uh i love doom <laughs> arguing with all his doom bots he has six doom bots who are as intelligent as he is but when they start giving him shit he's giving himself shit and he won't allow it so he just destroys them i think that's great mm-hmm. uh, uh he's just a funny guy. The way he falls apart because he psychs himself out about Richards and like if he just left it alone, yeah, he would have done it. That's one of my and favorite like, scenes, actually. And then like one of the hardest pages of all time that's gonna be green screen, but like Doom returning, like I have returned on his on his uh on his bear Norik or Doric or whatever his name is. Uh there's a beautiful uh 3D printed uh, art thing that somebody made online. Uh, I wish I should have got the artist's name, but uh, you could buy that for like a zillion dollars because you know how expensive those things are. One of my, what, actually in relation to the bear, one of my favorite scenes is when he's um, got his like ceremonial mask on and he's got, making all these people yeah. like um, uh, swear loyalty to him. And mm-hmm. uh, and he goes, um, and, and he finds out the, you know, he finds the traitor and he shoots him and he kills him. And he's like, just feed him to my bear. And the next panel is the bear eating the leg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was very fun. Uh, I love, I love a lot of, again, I, I love uh, uh, Zora uh, Victorious in this book. Um, Dr. Doom is a bad man, but he is definitely kind of shied away from being just like, I'm going to murder, I'm going to murder thousands of people like, like endlessly. He's not really that character anymore. Uh, what I love is like, uh, after the thing happens with uh, at, at Leon in space where 3,000 people get killed because of, because uh, of Latvarian missiles, Zora's like, Doom, is this your doing? And he goes, how dare you, Zora? How dare you? And he walks away. Cause like he he's a bad man. He's a fascist. But like he's he's 
he's a good fascist. Like his people do love him. He, everything, <laughs> everything, like at this point in Doom's life, at this that point, he yes. does is is a a very too much overreaction to something happening to him. Yes, but it is it is that like when he commits violence, it's it's often like someone has done something to him and he has taken that so deeply personally that he will like ruin their world absolutely for it but yeah. it is like i'm not like just needlessly going out and destroying rampantly and wantonly to prove a point again like dune from from the 60s his incarnation to like the 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 late 90s 2000s like he's very much just like i'm a bad dude he's I'm a megalomaniac a he's a megalomaniac and then the god jonathan hickman was like yo what if we gave this guy some pathos a little bit and then his fantastic four run and his avengers run which turn him again into the hero of the universe uh and then different writers if you're dan slot you turn him back into a villain if you're christopher campbell you're like no but he was just iron man let's try to make him be a little good uh but then because Campbell doesn't have like the ownership of Doom, like unfortunately Dan Slott does in the Fantastic Four, because that's a major book. He's just a villain now. He's just straight up just a villain again, which is fine. You know, everybody has has ebbs and flows with, with the character. Uh, again, like we Ben, like we read Infamous Iron Man, where he is literally trying to be Iron Man. He's like, I can be a good guy. Let me be a good guy, and the world wouldn't let him. Which led to this book, where again he tries. At the end, he's like, listen saving the world saving this black hole this is my salvation i will put myself in jail i'll give myself even three options i can go to i can go to this jail or this jail or if they really want to punish me i'll go to the negative zone i'll take it i can handle it and then the world's just like nah nah and then he's even like you know what no you're right nah i'm not a good guy i'm gonna destroy everything that really blows me out what's so tragic about it is i didn't see it as like the world is is not going to accept hero doom like it really feels like you know because richard is like Good luck. I I believe this will work. I'm with you. We're all with yeah, you. Yeah. Everyone can do this. And he's like, no, absolutely not. You're wrong. You're 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 doing this to psych me up. You won't accept me. And he like really starts to like psych him up until finally he gets to, to the Ultimate Universe. He's like, no, I'm not going to be a hero. I'm going. I'm I am who I am. There's not an ounce of heroism in me. I'm going to be Doctor Doom forever. Um, and man, that that final that final uh, issue where he's talking to himself. And he's just in and, and good doom is just laying into him like, Victor, you got to get rid of the, the armor, the mask. Like, you know, it's hiding everything that you are and blah, blah, blah. You could fix your face. Wanted, you could have healed your face you, forever. You could have. Exactly. Like, you don't have to be this person. And he just cannot hear it. Like, he just will not allow himself to hear it. And it's 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 a bummer. It's, Especially it's, when uh, the alternate universe him calls his armor ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. He blasts his head off. Give me a break. Yeah, his his ego and everything that he's made himself into won't allow it. And like the thing is, like even as he is attempting, like I'll I'll do this salvational act and I'll be this I'll I'll be a hero. I'll show them what being a hero is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will atone and then I will be loved and then I will rule all of Earth yeah. with great humility, with humility the likes of which the world has never <laughs> that seen. That is so funny. I will, I will do it with the the most humility the world has ever known. There will be no humility greater. I am the humblest. I am the humblest man in the world. Bow to me, please. It's so silly. It's great. Campbell has such a good voice. And again, I I can only imagine what this book would have been if it got you know two or three more volumes. Uh, but you know, and not every not every book gets to sell like you know like a Batman or Spider Man. So like it it's unfortunate. But I'm glad I got to have this little bit. Uh, because uh, it's 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 sensational. Mm-hmm. The, stuff the, is sensational. the direct market the the way that the way that these that the Marvel and DC look at the direct market is so broken. Um, yeah. They really need to take trade sales into account. Uh, and the fact that they don't is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's, 
I don't know if that'll ever be fixed. It's gonna it's gonna burst eventually. We're like, yo, man, we have forty eight Batman books, and even those aren't selling anymore. So like, we'll eventually we'll have to see. Uh, Someone's got to be like, hey, these trades are doing really well on this book that you just canceled. Maybe you keep that book going. Yeah, you yeah. you you'd, you'd hope. Um, uh, I, I, I want to mention real quickly the orb though. Um, uh, Ryan, you mentioned it very briefly. Uh, yes. I loved Original Sin a lot. Uh, when I read all of Thor, um, mm -hmm. and I'm really happy to see him return. I just thought that was a lot of fun. Anyway, yeah, uh, he, he the secrets of the Marvel Universe are revealed because he can see all, and then he gets his ass kicked, <laughs> and he's like, "I I think I need to stop doing this." Is <laughs> he's cuddled on the floor <laughs> like Yamcha? Oh, that's that is really good. Anyway, sorry, Sparks. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I apologize. Uh, I I was gonna say uh, uh, at the very end. I don't know if you everyone caught it, um, but the. Uh, after he's like destroyed that other universe and everything, and he's sitting on his throne, and then he's like, "Go kill that man." <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> With yeah, yeah, yeah. Father. yeah, And he's like, "Also kill that man." <laughs> yeah. so the, petty. So the petty. second I got to that scene after he like you know just wrecks the other universe, he's yeah. back on his throne, and he just goes, "Hey, there's a prisoner by this name. Kill him within the hour." I'm like, yeah. "You." Mother, he's a bad man. Yeah, that's that. And the he thing didn't is, have to. That's be. that's yeah, you have, everyone's given you the chance to try to be better. Uh, and again, from that infamous Iron Man run when he is Iron Man, like there is a lot of. It's not in this book specifically, but like it is him going. I am trying to be a better person, and because he's been a dictator for so long, people are just like not. They will not give him a chance. Uh, and it's not. I wish there was a little bit more in this book, but like I can't blame well, Camwell for not reading. I think reading the worst thing about it is like you know that they would. Yeah, like all of them eventually would, if Victor would give himself the yes. chance. That's a good, and that's a good point. Victor never will. Yeah, that's a good point. He uh, never ever will, yeah. and that's that's the thing is like, what what is reflected back at him is that, uh, he if he could just actually commit mm -hmm. to it, everyone would accept him. Have some inner like reflection, and he could fix, he could fix the world. He really could, absolutely. Uh, he's 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 bad enough to save the universe when like. It, it, that's at stake but when it's but it's in a different book it's just like oh i'm not god anymore i like i can't be i can't be a good person anymore. Like, like, well he even I says the kang at the end not. he even says I the say kang that. at the end when kang says i i see that you are well and seated atop your throne i thusly assume you're in good spirits and doom just goes there was no good in me kang there never was and there never yeah. shall be yeah, it's so sad. Uh, one of the last things i'll bring up is um when he's in hell he sees um valeria uh, Valeria is was his childhood uh, uh, love uh, as a teenager, and then they got separated for a long, long time, and then he became Doctor Doom, the villain. And in his villainous mode, uh, to get power from Mephisto uh, to become the, you know the, the even more powerful, he sacrifices the one thing that he loves, and he sacrifices Valeria to become more powerful. And that's come up again, and that is why Valeria is Valeria Richards because he names. A Sue's, uh, Sue's daughter who he helped give birth to Valeria out of like respect to the woman that he sacrificed uh, and seeing that come up again was really really great because you see the pain in his eyes he's not that same person that he used to be you know just the the, the evil man from the 60s uh, and he's really he's even thinking about it like I I would love to be with you but I can't uh, and then just a big demon pops up and they have to fight yeah. each other it's cool but like seeing that again it's like man this guy has been through so much like he he has every chance to be happy, but again, like he he doesn't think he deserves it, or he doesn't think he's good when like there's a just a tiny bit of him that is. It's just a tiny bit. That's that's all, that's, that's that's the last thing I'll say because I think we've talked about this. Yeah, uh, I I haven't anything else except that I just really enjoyed it. Like 
we talked about it um earlier but the second reed shows up and says hey good job and doom constantly like what what do you mean what do you mean mean? like constantly second guessing himself it's like you you self-sabotaging jerk yeah and i and i could only assume that reed did because he was genuinely like hey good job you're saving the world this is cool and but doom is doom and it's like I, i feel like chris cantwell he understood the assignment when writing Dr. Doom. It's like oh, he yeah. hates Richards and even a good job from Richards will still set Doom on the path to failure. Yeah. Well, a, a single Skype call from Reed Richards will doom yeah. the universe. That's uh-huh. all it took. It's really funny. Um, I really like the, the page of, I really like the page of Richards and Captain America talking to each other and, and Richards admitting like, to be honest, I'm glad it's him up there. Yeah. <laughs> Like I feel safer knowing it's him. Uh, they went to college that's... together. They were they were roommates. Like they were buddies. And then Doom, you know, had to like try to save his mom from the devil and become an evil sorcerer. And he went to Tibet and got his face ripped off and blah blah blah. You As know, you, you know, do, As you do. Classic high school. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, one other thing I'll I'll highlight is just uh, the the bit where everything. Damn, Emma. She's te- my cat's tearing up a bag right now. Um, the the bit where. Uh, Doom is about to be like busted up by Blue Marble and everything's happening and Kang shows up and he's like, Doom, finally I gave this to myself 200 years from now with instructions <laughs> to give it to you so that you'll save the world which apparently involves completely demilitarizing it, thus making it easier to conquer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, That's Kang's whole deal. It's like, Doom, I know you'll eventually save the world and it's easier for me to conquer that way. And I'm like, that's a really fun dynamic. Yeah. Again, I really wish, man, like I, even one more volume could have really, uh, really, uh, solved a lot of the problems that are in this book yeah. uh but besides like even still like i think there's enough ch- charm and charisma from doom alone and some of the side characters uh i love seeing silver sable show up she's a random like spider-man villain uh uh it's turned anti-hero turned vigilante and like just her popping up in here is like really cool because you know she has ties to Simkaria, like she's in the spider-man games so like that's all that's all that's all it's all great babe. i like it yeah thanks thanks for thanks for right. reading two volume yeah. comic i appreciate it so. yeah um all right so that'll be it when we get mm-hmm. out of here let's jump out cool um all right guys so that's that was the fake nerd book club i hope you guys enjoyed it that uh, the next fake nerd book club you'll see will be scott pilgrim uh volumes three and four so okay. uh stay tuned for that um and you know lots of cool stuff coming out before the end of the year and then the beginning of the next year so stay tuned for a lot of cool stuff uh all of which you can find and keep track of at the the website uh fichtnerpodcast.com um where you can also check out our team public and a patreon if you'd like to support us financially all once again fichtnerpodcast.com that's linked below all the stuff uh also fake podcast on all the socials if you'd like to get in touch with us uh i'm at bt mcclure on instagram and twitter i also write for atomicaton.com sometimes ben where can people find you well they can find me on the internet at ben magnet 27 on instagram twitter tiktok and threads you can also find me writing for old school gamer magazine fusion gaming magazine go nintendo.com and play mary frankenstein and dean dark sparks uh you can find me um, just waiting for Kang to pop up for our next conversation at Sparks Witty on Instagram, Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. And Ryan. You can find me loving Dr. Doom on a bear, which was uh, sculpted by the artist Jao Vitor from Brazil. Thank you for having us uh, this background. If I could afford it, I'd buy this awesome sculpture at DJ Tony Snark all over the internet. 
All right, guys. Until next time you see us, rate and review us on your podcast of choice. Like this video, subscribe to this channel. Until next time you see us, stay fake nerds.